Come on down to watch Ben and Lee's chat on the mat. Hello and welcome to a brand new series of Lee and Ben's Chats on the Mat. I'm your host, Lee, and also with me is your other host, as always, Ben. Cheers. Um, what was our old podcast called, just to remind our our seasoned listeners? It was uh, Keep It On The Dim Low. And we're back. Back by popular demand, with a fresh new look. Fresh new logo. Fresh new face. And a fresh new studio. We're in the boudoir. We're, well, we're in a... We're actually in a recording booth this time, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, which is uh, a step up from our, le- our last attempts, where we just sat in our little little office, our dingy bunker, yeah. our concrete shell, drinking beer and. Well, that's still that's still the same. Yeah, we're, 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 I mean, this is just an excuse for me to drink beer, yeah. really. Yeah, so we're back, back by popular demand. Both of our listeners will be delighted, I'm sure. Hi, uh, mum. Hi, dad. Hi, <laughs> 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 mum. Ah. Um. So yeah, I guess we should kind of kick off the show. There's been a few changes in the uh, the kind of year we've been away. We've reformatted the show. We've some features have gone, some have remained. Um, but our most popular feature on the show was always a uh, one that we liked to call mm, Matt's Chats. And that's back today. Is it back? Have we kept it? We have kept it. Indeed, we have. And I mean, you can't let di- this dynamite is gold. Matt's chats, you can't let that go. Everyone wanted it back and we got it back. So the thing about Matt's chats though, it was our producer, wasn't it? Matt, who used to suggest topics for us. Yeah. Um, I and, um unfortunately we had to fire him and murder him as well. Yeah. So I'd like to say um rest in peace to Matt and um Fuck off, Matt. <laughs> and told this to his family who he's still with. I bet he's <laughs> listening now, isn't he? Yeah. Probably. He's going, Oh, I should Oh why? Why did I leave them? Gone. Driving all the way in his uh, new job, going, ah! Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, he, he's, he, I, I tell you what, his life has gone sharply downhill. I've, I've, I, I was speaking to him the other day, and he, uh, well, he just started crying, basically. Within two minutes, God. he was weeping. He was like, oh, take me back. <laughs> Matt's chats is always keeping me going. No. No, Matthew. You had your chance. You fucked it up. Now get out. <laughs> Right, so let's kick off. Um, first, first, first topic of uh, Matt's chats is uh, it's a dark one. It is a bit morbid for the first item on our first new show. It seems like a slightly dark, depressing topic, but hey ho, that's what Matt's chats is. You su- you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Sometimes it's a load of old shite. Other times it's quite good. Yeah. Um, the first topic is 2016 deaths. Yeah. Oh dear. It's been a lot of celebrities uh, since January to the current day have, um, you know... Popped le- their clogs. Legends. Um, like um, one Sir David Bowie. Mm. Uh, Terry Wogan. Mm. <laughs> um, who else? Um, Phil da- Paul Daniels. Mm. Um, Ronnie Corbett. And many others, you know, it just... It's well, it, it, it's not just kind of death generally. It's a very specific um, genre of person who's, who's died, isn't it? It's kind of middle-aged, wealthy, uh, famous, you know, well-loved white people, white men. Exactly. British white men. It's really shocking. Um, I remember What's going on? Rich was nearly in tears when uh, Professor Snape died. Well, yeah, that was... What was he called? Um, uh, uh, Rickett. Uh, Alan Rickett. This is at Rickman. Ah, close enough. Yeah, no, it, it was a sad loss, wasn't it? He was yeah. a bit of a legend. But, yeah, that's it's just shocking, you know. And it, Like you said, it is middle-aged white guys. What are we to make of this, though? What is, What conclusions can we draw from this spate of old men dying? I mean, it's... No one's immortal. <sighs> you know, it's... I mean, Nelson Mandela died. That was quite hard. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. I'd say he's probably made slightly more of an impact on the world than Ronnie Corbett. I mean, Ronnie Corbett, he's, you know, he's your... When did, hang on, Nelson Mandela died, what? Well, two years ago, but it was two or three years ago. Oh. But it was still a, uh, still a shock, though, you know, I thought. 
I wasn't that shocked. He was like 90, 90 years old. I thought he was going to live to at least 100 or something. Bowie was a shock. He, he was a shock. He released an album, like, two, was it that month, and then gone. And then that was it, yeah, that was his swan song. It was, uh... He, he's the kind of person you never thought would die. Yeah, I thought we would... He be. had that kind of timeless, timeless look. Yeah. Um, Nelson Mandela, he was getting on a bit. Yeah. Should we, should we do some predictions? Who's going to go next? <laughs> the bookies. Yeah. Um, my I mean... Mo- my money's on the queen. Well... She's probably about time, isn't it, really? <laughs> She's had a good run. Yeah, I was upset when Frank Kelly died. I don't know who's that. Frank Kelly, Father Ted. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Father the, Jack. Father Jack, yeah. Uh, the crazy thing is, we were talking about that Friday, and then on a the Sunday he died. That was the weirdest thing. Something's funny going on there. Yeah. What What can it mean? Um, uh, it's just scary. It really is. Mm. Um, mm. I, don't, I mean, yeah, it's... Part of the great circle of life, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but what one man dies, another relaxes. And uh, if there's any um, of the families who may listen to this, um, our condolences are with you at this time. And yeah. I think it's unlikely. You know. I think it's quite unlikely that uh, David Bowie's uh, son, son, son was his son's name, but Zoe. Sorry, Bowie's tuned in. He's taking a break from Moon 2. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, uh, oh, God, I've got, got a spare half hour. What, what can I do? I'll check the internet for fresh new podcasts. Oh, what's this? Liam Benz, chat on the mat. Looks like a load of old shit, but I'll give it a go. Um, and he tunes in. Tunes in, loves it. Lo and behold, we start talking about his dad. Next thing he wants to know, he wants to buy a T-shirt with us. Um, do we have any T-shirts? It could be, if we, I've, this is the thing. If we get to up to thirty listeners, how will we know we've got thirty listeners? Um, if people, I don't know, send us pictures of their <laughs> bits. We we should put this out on YouTube. I think we we'll, mm. we will sort something out so people can the massives. We don't even know how we're putting this out yet. We haven't got a, we haven't got a contact address. We've yeah. all we've got is a name for the show. All yeah. all this show is at the moment is two fat men <laughs> sitting in a booth. Drinking beer. Uh, we've got a name. We haven't got a website. We haven't got a kind of way of putting it out. We haven't got anything. Yeah. We're fucked. I don't know why we're bothering. I'm going to go. I'm going to go home. I've had enough. What's the point? We're sorting it out. It's step by step. We want to make this professional and it, it will yeah. it'll get sorted out. I mean, the logo. Um... Well, the logo is a work in progress. Yeah. I've been working on it for about four months. Uh, it's whilst, looking good. Whilst in the Caribbean. Mm. Mm. Anyway, yeah, well, that was it. That was, you know, 2016. What can you say? It was dark, dark subject matter. I think we've tactfully uh, approached the subject and uh, dissected it. So let's move on to, uh, well, i say a lighter subject. Well, this is, yeah, this is all, well, no, this is quite, I'm interested to hear your opinions on this because uh, I've always been a bit of a swimming fan. Yeah, we went to- I like I like swimming. It's my exercise of choice. Lee has recently started joining me in my lunchtime swimming exercise trips yeah, to our local pool. I kind of like it now. Um, I'm not a strong swimmer, uh, but I'm, I'm a steady swimmer. You You're know. a strong man. Yeah. That's what counts. Up and down the pool, I love it. Mm. Something to do at lunchtime. And, uh, it fills the time, doesn't it? Yeah, it fills, it fills the fucking time before you die. Why not? Anyway, so Lee's been joining me, and... We have noticed a, pre- a, prevalent, a prevalence, a, pre- a kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of the people at lunchtime are slightly older gentlemen. And ge- the general attire for the older gentlemen when they're swimming is s- speedos, basically. Quite yeah. tight, small. Colourful. Speed- t- yeah, exotic looking. Well, not exotic, but yeah, brightly, brightly coloured swimming trunks. Sort of the speedo, small variety. Uh, I don't know what... Do we get to that age? Men, like, if if other men listen to this podcast... There's no men listening. Well, there will be. No, there's not. <laughs> I'm going to make, make sure of it. It's not, not men. I men. don't want men listening. Men? Ugh! Ugh! <laughs> listening to our podcast. But other men listening to this on YouTube or on Dave in a few whatever. years' time. Whatever. Fucking Dave. <laughs> uh, Deja Vu, whatever the channel is. But why do we do this? Like, when we get to an age, we don't care. We just... Whack everything out, and everyone can see. Like the younger generation could like walk past and go, "Yeah, this has been in the war, son." 
Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, yeah, this is what we've decided that you reach a certain age and uh, when you're walking around a changing room, you're kind of, you're quite bashful, you know, you're, when you're a young man. Or well, most people, you know, you've got a slight element of decorum in the way they conduct themselves. And then suddenly you reach the age of, I don't know, 68. Fuck it. It's all coming off. Get your little chap out. Just wander around in the buff. Uh, you, you know, you're having a shower, just like, and you're just all out. You might be, you might be wearing a pair of flip-flops, but it's generally the older blokes who do this. Just stagger around yeah. uh, sh- with, it all, with it all hanging out. And I, yeah, what are you... Sh- I mean, is there a cut-off point? Is there a point where you just think... There is a... Yeah. Like, as a young... Let's see. My penis. As a youngster, I mean, to the age of uh, 18 to... You know, forty odd. You like to you, you get changed, right? But you get changed to where I'm like that. I don't like people. Yeah, Lee, Lee scuttled when we were getting changed into our into our swimming togs. Lee just scuttled straight into a changing cubicle. Oh, I'm not too bashful that I won't just stand around and take my my bits off and put my trunks on, you know. But Lee was like right in like a whip it up a trouser. <laughs> he was in the change room like faster than you could say. I can see your cock. <laughs> But I'm like that though. If I'm trying like a pair of trousers or a t-shirt on in the shop, I'll go into the changing rooms. I'm not one of these people who go fuck it. I'll oh go. no, no, I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. not in so, a bloody shop. I like my get, own personal get your chest out. Jesus, yeah. Christ. I have some self-respect. That's what I do when I go like swimming or even the gym. I get like, I get changed, like because you get wondering eyes. I don't like wondering eyes. Nah, I'm like that religion. My body, yeah, it's for my wife. <laughs> You're not married. I know, but one day, one day, the lucky woman You're will have saving this. it. I think that's, I think that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I just never liked it because you, even as a kid, I still remember when we went swimming and teachers, you know, teachers have to go in the changing room with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never liked that either. I never did. Obviously, it was their job to check nothing happened, mm. and I know the no teachers, funny business. I know the teachers in my primary school. None of them were nonces. Well, I don't, I don't know that. Well, they were cool guys, but um, well, they you might cool. get cool nonces. Hey, check it out! It's Flash Boy Pedo. <laughs> He's like driving down the street in his Porsche or something. His Porsche cool car, uh, and he's looking good. Yeah. He's looking all right. Little do you know, he's a pedo. <laughs> um, I might cut that bit out. Pedo was pedo. I don't think we should talk about pedos in our first in our first, in episode one of our new series. But yeah, like um, it never had them watching. But then, but then, so yeah, but okay. Going back to our original topic, you hit a certain age, so you're a bit shy now. But yeah. you think for you, there will come a time, a time in your life when yeah. you just think, oh, fuck it, and take it all off and just wander around. Yeah. I mean, not just like when you're getting changed, but just wander around the changing rooms and the showers, and yeah. not like achieving anything, just having a little huh. stroll with it all flapping around in the wind. Yeah. I- I don't like obviously have my lad out or nothing like that. But when I'm around people's houses, like you can vouch for this, when I'm around people's houses, when I get comfortable, I take off my trousers. Yeah, that was odd. I've, I've borne witness to this. And I just I like chilling in my boxes. I do this at home. I get told off for it. Mm. I just got told her when I used to stay around my ex house. She it, used to hate it. I was like, what? What? Why? What? What's wrong? It's not. Like, it's like Bernard Manning. <laughs> he was, remember that documentary with him. No. It was like some documentary about Bernard Manning. You know who Bernard Manning is? Is he the, the... He's not the... The old racist comedian from the 70s. Oh, yeah, that fat guy. He, got, he, he always... just, like, sat around in his house in his pants. Fair enough. But why do that on a documentary? Whacking every... Getting naked in front of strangers. Mm? It's not my thing. It's no, not... good good for you. It shows you're a proud man. Yeah. Not all... an exhibitionist. Yeah, Nothing all... flashy. Keeping it all under wraps for... A time when it might be necessary to whip it out yeah. when it really matters. And, you know, you got to save something back. Yeah, exactly. And for old people, um, fair enough, you do it. You know, no, I, 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 you know, no skin off my teeth. Yes, yeah, uh, except when I have to see your flaccid old cock. And they, and they, they, they put a smile. Like I don't know if you ever did this when you was a, like when you went to school, uh, swimming with the school, and then like our old swimming bars. I don't. Yeah, still open from walk. Um, in Thamesmead yeah. you have to walk past um, to go to the pool yeah. there's open showers mm. and you see them all like fucking their bollocks that's like flossing yeah flossing and all with that with a towel and all of us were like creaked out of old and yet you creaked. can't and yet you can't help but look when yeah. you're a young lad it's like you're 8 years old you're in the change rooms there's old old Johnny you know old granddad Joe wandering around with his tackle out you can't help but look, can you? Yeah. You because old, old men penises, or even just men's penises generally, are fascinating to a young boy. And funny. It's yeah. like they're big. It's like, oh, 
Mm, I, I've, got, I've got a penis, but it's... it's mm. <laughs> when I look at this one, I, I can't help but notice mine is rather small in comparison. <laughs> but uh, uh, should, should, should I say something? I might... Mm, I'll just keep quiet. And you, I, yeah, you know, you just kind of... yeah, you just find it weird. Really, really weird. And it's... it's just hard to say. And exciting? I don't know. Exciting. I, 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 I definitely find it. Well, not exciting, but just curious, you know. Yeah, Curious Joe. Curious George. Anyway, well, I think we've covered that. Yeah. We've got to move on. You know, yeah. time's a ticking. Yeah. Um, I w- I also, I'd like to say, if you're an old man, wear swimming shorts. Don't wear Speedos, yellow Speedos. I think, to be fair to the old geezers, that was just the fashion. That was what they wore in their youth. And they just follow... You, whatever you wear in your kind of younger days or middle age, you'll yeah. just follow through with that. that. Whatever the fashion was, you'll just wear that as an old man. So when we're old men... We will just wear what we're wearing now, you know, jeans and shirts. Yeah. And everyone else will be like, oh, fucking hell. Look at that old dickhead there. <laughs> well, he's dead. Walk, walking around in his jeans <laughs> and, and his Ralph Lauren shirt. Yeah. What, what a, a prick. He's wearing... Get with the times, granddad. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Denim's old school. It's all about PVC now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's a future I want to be part of. I'm looking forward to this. PVC trousers. Um, mm. Moving on. Uh, the right, ne- what's next? Now, this is a... Uh, OK, so we asked uh, our, our friend uh, Kate for a suggestion for a topic for... Match chats. If you remember Kate, she was the that, one... That who... wasn't a very good one, actually. Can yeah. I try that again? Yeah, you can try again. Match chats. Oh, that, that was a good one. Good one. That's going to, yeah. If you remember, that's, a, that's a keeper. If you remember, Kate, she was the voice that um, then used to come in the room and she used to shout she up. She used to yell at us, like tell us to do stuff. Yeah. Like make make things for her. Yeah. Uh, we, st- we miss Kate. Uh, well, we we still don't miss her. her. She's still here. Yeah. I don't miss I don't. If she wasn't here, I wouldn't miss her, to be honest. But um, <laughs> we thank her for this contribution. Yeah. And the sub- this next subject is metal detecting. Yeah, we played around with a metal detector not that long ago before the show. But half an hour ago, we yeah. had a, an actual metal detector. And, and it's so, quite fun. Yeah. It's the kind they had at airports, those, those handheld ones. Yeah. They kind of frisk you with. If you want to buy one, it's quite cheap. Uh, eight quid on Amazon. Apparently so. This is what we've been led to believe. Um, I didn't know they were so cheap. And it's quite... It, they work. They, they actually work. Yeah. It's, it's science manifest. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I was, quite, I was quite enjoying playing around with it. Yeah, I, I thought it was a decent little one to... What about the... Okay, so what about those blokes you see in fields on the weekend? Hobbyists. Hobbyists. Who, you, maybe it's not so much a thing anymore, but when I was a kid, metal detecting was quite, oh, quite a me- popular ha- pastime. I had a metal detector when I was a kid. Yeah. It, I don't right, nerd. Was, I don't think it was a really good one, but I, I remember g- giving one on my birthday... Uh, which, which bastard gave? <laughs> did, did you ask for one? <laughs> no, I just think mum and dad just thought fucking evil like that. Jeez. Oh god, yes, but I'm eight years old. Oh, BMX or oh, oh, Nintendo? Here. Oh, it's a metal detector. Here you go, Cheers, son. you can't. Here you go, son. Go in the fields, I mean. <laughs> Here you go, son. Go and find us some fucking treasure, you little bastard. Make yourself useful. <laughs> Mate, you've got to pay the fucking bills, didn't you? Dickhead, it's time to start earning your keep, sunshine. But yeah, <laughs> did you? And did you use it? Yeah, I used it, but I used it when I went to the beach, like very rarely. But, but I'd definitely get one again if they were quite cheap. I'd get one. Well, I'd never done it myself. It's not something that's appealed. You, you hear, I mean, the occasional story about some bloke or or woman, yeah. but mainly blokes because they're sad, uh, finding a massive haul of literally buried treasure. You know, from the the old Anglo-Saxon times. Yeah. Sutton Who was a uh, a find of. Immense value historically and just monetarily. I never believe sat in here in primary school history. I think it was, was it in Suffolk or Norfolk? My neck of the woods, where I'm from, some bloke found an absolute treasure trove of Anglo, buried Anglo Saxon treasure. Yeah. You know, it's fascinating. But to spend your weekends in soggy fields traipsing round. Yeah. Um, I found that su- subject a bit boring. We don't. World, uh, World War Two, and I found that really fascinating. Then mm. it went, yeah, right. Next subject, Sutton Home. It was like Sutton, what? Fucking hell, what? Sutton who? Who? Yeah. Um. So what? What was it about it that you found dull? That's just everything I found dull. Like World War Two, you hear about like bombs, air raids, and all that. <laughs> and then then you hear this about oh, if you dig this up, it's worth five pounds something in, in English money. It's like, oh god. Is it because it was? Further back in history, perhaps, because yeah. it's still quite an interesting time in 
in the history of the British Isles. You know, you've got the, the yeah. tribes running around, the Romans are poking their noses in. Yeah. Some think, bloke built a ship. I, they, used to, they used to toss treasure in the river as a kind of sacrifice to the gods. So they'd like build this very elaborate and expensive treasure, you know, like pots, pans, mm. plates, lavish gold and silver decorated stuff. And then fucking throw it in the river. Oh, I just made this plate. It's priceless. What should I do with it? I don't know, son. Just chuck it in the river. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I, and then, like, it was meant to be a sacrifice for the gods, basically. Yeah, but metal detectors. I think that's sort of thing I'd do if I retired. You know, just you're like, never going to retire, son. Maybe in the future. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who, but I don't because I can't predict the future. I can't see into the future, Lee. Yeah. Can you? No, I really no, can't. It's disappointing. I'm not going to hang out with you anymore. <laughs> well, um, right. Well, that was a f- that was one of the best chats um, I've ever had about anything about metal detectors. About <laughs> that was one of the best chats I've ever had about metal detectors. Uh, moving on to the last subject in. Um, I'll let. Uh, oh, sorry. Matt. We have a um, item called. Are you no, no, no. This is so. Or I'll just introduce it. Sorry, Lee, oh, no. cut you off. No, um, so I, we were struggling for content. We, we're struggling for content on show one, series two. Doesn't bode well. We can't. I mean, we can barely scrabble shit together for one half-hour performance. But I went online and went to a, a random. It was like a random subject generator that you can go to on a, on, on the old internets. You click a button and it gives you a kind of a question to ask your your lover. Um, and they respond to it, and you know, exciting conversation flows from there. And the one I've come up with, which I'm going to ask Lee, or do you want to? Ask, no, I'm going to ask you, Lee. Uh, I think it would work better if I ask you uh, rather than you asking me. Next week, next week, you can ask me one. You sound I'm your lover. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what are you saying? We're not. Oh God. Are you an indoor or an outdoor person? I'm a bit of both, to be honest with you. Like, there's be days where. You sit indoors, you think, that's fucking boring, I need to go out. And then there's days where you're out and you're like, God, I could just be better off indoors. But you've had nights out and you think, this is dead. This is so dead. I can be indoors, you know, watching TV, eating pizza. So what you're saying is the grass is always greener. Yeah, it's even. It's It's a metaphor for life. It's a metaphor for the human condition. No matter what you're doing, you'll see someone else and think, ooh, that looks good. You'll be like, ah, indoors, outdoors look fun. You're outdoors, you think, oh, fancy a bit of indoors. You're never satisfied. We're never satisfied. We'll never be happy. Happiness will always be out of our reach. Thanks, the Conservative Party. Thank you very much, David Cameron. Good night. Uh, What would you say you are? Um, Any or an outie? Definitely an outie. Are you talking about um, belly buttons? Belly buttons or uh, outdoors or indoors? No, I think it's the most asinine, ludicrously facile question I've ever come across. You know, there's good things about being inside, good things about being outside. Yeah. Just, uh, I'm furious with this question. I don't know why I'm going to tear it up. That's me tearing up this fucking question. It's tested me for the last time. That topic generator... Fuck off. Go right. to hell. Let's move on. I mean, I, I'm, I'm actually quite angry now. That's infuriate. Hold me, Lee. Mm, that's better. Mm. Yeah, let you go. Mm. No. All right, no, let's move on. That was, no, I enjoyed that. I was mainly joking about I'm not really angry. It was, a, it was a fairly boring question, but I think this is good. We've kind of, we, you know, we're halfway through the show. We've done Matt's chance. But now there's some exciting news. It's a new corner. We've uh, got... <laughs> it's a new, it's a brand new corner, a brand new feature on the show, and it's called hip, a hip, a hip, hipster corner. Hip, hip, new. <laughs> uh, that was that was quite a good jingle, but I'm not sure we could replicate that. We can. We can try. We can ask our friend in America to sort that out. Mm. Come on down <laughs> and see hipsters. Hipsters corner. So this is our jingle gym. Jingle Jim, uh, yeah. If you want jingles for your own show or anything, there's a website called Fiverr. No, no, no. We should, we should, we should, uh, we should actually um, give a plug to Jingle Jim. Yeah, that's not his name. I, I can't remember his name, but we got this bloke. <coughs> sorry, excuse me. <coughs> bloke in America to uh, do us a jingle. 
Um, it's on one of these websites where you pay them a small sum, a nominal fee, and they produce a service for you. And in this case, this bloke's a very talented musician. Uh, he's uh, from America. He does um, jingles for pizza shops. Mm-hmm. With his uh, generally kind of acoustic guitar types, as, as you could hear from our jingle. Yeah. Um, there'll be many more jingles. This is again. This is just the first show. We're gonna do some more. Of We're these. finding our feet. Give us a chance, for fuck's sake. We're new at this. Don't Go, ju- Christ, man. Don't judge. Don't judge us too harshly. Um, and this is yeah. So this is hipster corner. Yeah, hipster corner. And it's basically a part of the show where. We will talk about what's in and what's out, you know. As you know, we're basically going to pretend we're a woman, a, a, a woman's kind of fashion magazine. Yeah, but from 1998. Well, we're not. It's going to be like the bitchiest bitches. That uh, that's where it was so last year. <laughs> oh my god! Are you still wearing that? Maybe that's what we could call it. Oh my god! Are you still wearing that? <laughs> oh my god! Are you still here? <laughs> 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 to certain clothes, um, but yeah, apparently today for men who have beards, you're. Well, wait, well, hang on. This is in or out? This is out. Oh! It is out. <laughs> beards are out. Um, for those people who can grow a brilliant beard, which is apparently sixty-eight percent of the population oh. of men. Sorry, met males. I get jealous when people grow like a big bushy beard, especially people my age, and they do that. But then I realise myself they haven't got that much hair on their head. Mm. And I, but I still get jealous of the big bushy beard. Mm, I do as well. I can grow a good tash, but that's about it. That's... You got you're quite hirsute. Not really. Like my brother and my dad, they can grow beards and all that. There's me. Like I can grow it, but it's all patchy. Mm. It's like someone's like, yeah, bits here and there, yeah. tufts, tufty Joe. Yeah, I can't grow a like a, a Hercules or a. As I recall reading about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, apparently. According to some <laughs> some media outlets, <laughs> that um, we've reached peak beard. Peak beard. So basically, uh, we've kind of reached the top level of people having beards. Now, fast forward to a year, and beards are sad, uh. man. You know, they're they're out they're out on their ass. Right. If you if you if you've got a beard, you're basically I, I, a loser. Yeah, you're, you're. I can't say that because I work with someone who's got beards. <laughs> so, who's that? Our producer. Yeah. Yeah. So he might he might say to me, oh, "I'm a loser, eh? Fuck off, then, dickhead." <laughs> Get out. Yeah. But yeah, no, this is it. This is curtains for beers. And basically, as far as I can work out, this happens when we, as a species, as a as individuals, want to try and differentiate ourselves from our fellow man. You know, we want to be different in some way to make ourselves stand out. To make us more desirable to the opposite sex. Mm. That's how it works. But, and if you're the same as everyone else, then, you, you know, people start growing beards to be different. If everyone's got a fucking beard, it's not going to work. I know women who, like, still like a fresh-shaven man and all that. Like, my ex at the time, she hate Like, if, even if I grew a bit of a beard, it'd be like, no, shut off, shave off. And, like, since being single, I've grown a beard and it's like... It, but it's been pure laziness. I can't be asked to shave. It's like... I look and go, ah. <laughs> Yeah, I know that feeling. With me, though, don't, I mean, spare a thought for poor old Ben. Oh, God. I, I struggle to have any sort of facial hair. You've, I mean, you've seen it. Yeah. Have a look at it. He's got a face of a baby. Railway 72. <laughs> but he looks like a 27. Masquerading as a man in his early 30s due to his lack of facial hair. Well, I never. Um, I, I don't know what it is. I just it's genetics. Might be environment. Yeah. Might be the fact I was, mo- a, was a woman. I'm a woman. Yeah. That is that could be an issue. That could be part of the uh, the difficulty I'm having. But yeah, no, I just I just well, I can't grow a beard. I don't think it. And I've reached an age now where I don't think it'll ever happen. Um, I think that. No, I was gonna say I think that as well. It's over. <laughs> Dignitas. Get get yourself to Dignitas. <laughs> Call it a day, sunshine. It's the corner, so that's why. Dignitas Christ Airlines. Almighty. Dignitas Airlines. Fuck, I don't know why I bother. Um, anyway, yeah, so the beards are out, but what is in? In at the moment, uh, I don't know if it's... It looks like a long shirt, like these shirts that go up to your knees. And down men, to your knees. Yeah, down to your knees, sorry. And men are wearing them, and it's like, you don't know if it's a skirt or what. It, it does look weird. 
and you see loads of guys wearing them with them. I've not witnessed this. Is this the new kind of trendy hipster? I see think people wearing it. It's like, you know what it reminds me of? You know when, um, like, you wear, I don't know, say for example you wear three XL shirts, right? And you invite some girl over and she likes to wear your shirts. Three, three what? Three XL. Triple XL? Yeah, I'm just... All right, you, d- you just guess, big hunk of a man. Just guessing the size here. And, <laughs> and um, you bright some bird over. She wears them, and obviously it's too big for her, but she finds them cosy. It's That's quite a sexy look, isn't it, when a girl puts a, yeah. a man's shirt on? It's sexy when a girl does it, but when a man puts on a big, massive shirt that doesn't fit... When a man fit, puts a man's shirt on? <laughs> when he puts a bigger shirt on that doesn't clearly fit him, and it goes up to a skirt, it's like, yeah... I don't think I've seen this. So it's a kind of a long, a long shirt which kind of acts as a, almost a skirt on men. Yeah. Do, do I, you wear like a belt with it? I don't know. I Are you sure this is a thing? You didn't just see a, a man wearing a ludicrously oversized shirt. I see it all the time like, on the tubes, like many things. And also... Um, <laughs> on the old tubes. Uh, Central well, line. Well, they wear. Oh, yeah, these... Um, these bun haircuts, you know, where you got... Oh, no, that's old news. That's already, like, getting a bit old now. I still, I still see people doing it. Oh, yeah, 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 there's a lot of people do it, but it doesn't mean it's now... It's now old hat, it's old news. Oh, curtains, curtains are coming back. Oh, are they coming back? Yeah, the old curtains. Have you, have you seen someone with curtains? I've seen, the, yeah, I've seen a couple. Oh, I'm looking forward to this day. Because that was when I was a teenager. This was before your time, Lee. But that was the all night, the rage. The 90s? When I was a young teenager in the early to mid-90s, curtains were... Yeah. The absolute where it's at, you know. Yeah, like if a, you had curtains, you you'd made it in the world. Like a what was the old haircuts going? Bu- um, bowl. Yeah, bowl haircut. Bowl, bowl haircut curtains. They were, undercut. That you, if you had one of them, you were the daddy. They were the main thing in primary school. Well, in my oh, primary. did you have one? I didn't have one. My mum. I did ask my mum a few years ago. Why didn't you give me one of those haircuts? She went. I didn't want you to look like a knob. <laughs> Fair play, Lee's mum. <laughs> if, if Lee's mum is listening, I would, I would give her a, a, a virtual high five. Because yeah. that is, I mean, when you look back, it was just a disgrace of a head. But then I feel like I didn't Pathetic. have, I feel like I didn't have the nineties look properly. Well, that's it. Yeah, you were obviously kind of an like, unfashionable saddo. But, <laughs> yeah, I just had. But, a, you know, in your defence, you didn't look like a dickhead. So. Yeah, I had a normal uh, swings and roundabouts. I don't know. My mum didn't want me to be a hipster. So, but, yeah, but anyway, so yeah, long long t-shirts for men that look like skirts and make you look like a cock. They're in beards out. Job done. Hips yeah. to corner. See you later next week. Bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, this is a new part of the show. Yeah. Um, we've we've had some quite uh, fraught development meetings. Um, voices were raised, objects were thrown, penises were unleashed. But I got, uh, we, we, I got whacked by a wacky dildo. Did you? But enough about your home life. Uh, <laughs> back back to the show. <laughs> oh. uh, um, this this new feature is called. Well, it's called. I don't know how to. I know what we should do. It's called. Okay, here's here's a new jingle. Uh. Ready. Creature feature. Nice. No, let me try again. Let me try again. Oh, it's creature feature. Oh, that's well. Yeah, that was quite loud. <laughs> so I'm I'm a big fan of the the world of natural history. That was my kind of first love as a child. I liked animals, you know, nature documentaries. Ever been a fan? Uh, I liked all of it. Um, I don't mind watching nature documentary. That's fine. But I got a, like, a massive phobia of spiders, and if I see one on the screen, I shit myself. So that that's enough to stop you watching nature yeah. documentary yeah, like, in, ca- in case there's a spider. Yeah, the tarantulas. Like, <sighs> well, my mum taunts God. me. Right, she'll watch something like that, but she'll leave Jesus it on the Christ. TV. Grab a pair of balls, and she'll leave it on the TV. And I'm like, mum, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. Harmless. Unless you live in Australia, they're not harmless there. I'm pe- they will kill you. I've always been scared of spiders and clowns. What a fanny. And men in my bed. (laughs) They're the two most... Okay, but seriously, they are the two most cliched phobias. I've just always been... Clowns are pathetic, you know. I mean, they're not scary, they're not funny, they're just shit. That's a natural phobia. It is a natural phobia, but it's a shit one. Ever since It came along with Stephen King and his scary shit clown who lives in a sewer, who... 
I don't know. It's just a very cliche. If I could, I help you. Maybe one like one feature we could do on the show one day mm. is to help you overcome your phobia. I'm not touching spiders. No way. What about clowns? I, I can. Would I, you let a clown touch you? No, I could be in the same room. I, I don't know because um, um, in a personal way. I haven't been on the clown like when they had clown shows in my school. I didn't go. They let me go. Did home. you get? Did your parents write you a note? No, they didn't write that. So uh, sorry. Uh, Leonardo cannot be here today <laughs> as he has got the sniffles. Um, no, it was. Um, would you please. Um, are, you, are you Leonardo? Uh, no. I, I wish you were. <laughs> I uh, please, please excuse. Uh, dear, dear sir, please excuse Leonardo from attending the clown lecture today. For you'll see he's a terrible fanny <laughs> and his balls haven't yet <laughs> dropped. <laughs> as you can tell, I'm a disappointed father. <laughs> <laughs> Yours, a disgruntled father. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I yeah, fair enough. Everyone's got their phobias. Yeah, but spiders, I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm a, I'm scared of um, AIDS tests. <laughs> Not AIDS itself. I'm fine. I've got AIDS, but it's just the test that wor- that worries me. You're not scared of it, um, like animal? Uh, what, what creatures are you scared of? Lucy snakes. I'm not scared of any creatures. I'm not scared of snakes. Uh, I've had snakes around my neck and my hands, and I've not been scared of them at all. Um, no, no, I, I'm... I, I won't like, let a centipede walk up me, but that's a... Oh, well, they are a bit, yeah, because they can... Well, any creature that can actually do you damage, like a centipede can give you a nasty, venomous bite. If you're swimming in the sea and you see a shark piling your way, you might be a bit worried, because they can, on I'd, occasion, do you damage, I'd but... T- I'd hold a scorpion. But again, they can poison you, you know, they, they're venomous, you know, they could sting you. Yeah, I'd hold a scorpion, I would. Oh, oh, that was quite a tender sentiment there. Yeah. Would you... Uh, Touch it in a special, special, special way. Stroke. Oh. No, no, cre- animals generally. I'm a big fan of animals, and I, I you know, they're just fascinating. Mm-hmm. So I thought we'd just do a feature where we talk about one specific animal. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that kind of yes, quite enjoyable? Yeah. And I've, I've picked one this week, which is the, uh, it's called the, well, this is kind of quite a well-known thing. I thought it was, I didn't know the, the veracity of it, but it's called the Kandiru. And it's an Amazonian fish uh, found in Brazil and various kind of stretches of the Amazon. Oh, yeah, we was um, watching this Monday. Was, um, we well, I'll just introduce, I'll, I'll introduce the creature first. So it's a fish which basically, if you're a man and you in the water in the, in the Amazon, it can swim up your willy. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I, I happened to catch on TV a show called... Uh, River Monsters. River Monsters, yeah. On and, and ITV4. Yeah, good little plug there. Um, it's a good show. It's basically a fishing show, but with a bit more to it. It's not just a kind of, just, you know, catching carp in the Thames. It's more this exotic. Man, yeah, this man goes to different places in the world, and he um, finds these things. He finds these uh, creatures. Well, he's kind of fishing for giant creatures. Uh, kind of examples of species, or, yeah, weird, weird animals, weird fish. Yeah. And this month, this week, whatever it was, he was reenacting a story or he was telling the story of a bloke who got a little fish up his willy. What's the fish called? I've got... Uh, well, I said earlier, it's the Kandiru. Oh, the Kandiru. If, if I can read my own writing, which I can't, but I think I've written the Kandiru. Okay. Um, and it's not very big. It's about, you know, two centimetres. It's a long thing, though. Three centimetres long. Um, this guy decides to, well, have a piss in the sea. We've but all been there. We've all been... I, I did it last week. We've all, yeah, we've, so don't rub in your um, holiday, yeah, to Caribbean. Cheers. Yeah? Cheers. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've all been there. We've had a wee in the in the sea. And or the river. Well, I think in this case it's the river, the Amazon specifically. Yeah, you're not going to get this in the bloody River Thames. <laughs> or the sea in Margate. You're you know? not going to get this down South End. South End. And this you're very unlucky. South End pier flies up. <laughs> but this is the best thing. I mean, as Lee was saying, it detects urine. And swims up the trail of urine into your penis and lodges itself there. And it feeds on blood, so it'll have a little nibble, suck the blood. But, interestingly, um, the, the story I was told was that you can be standing on the riverbank, weeing into the river, and it can swim up your stream of piss. And I was always like, <laughs> sounds like a load of old shit to me. Yeah. I don't believe it. But what made me laugh at the whole thing is they make the bloke reenact it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, so it swims up. He was like apparently kneeling in the water. No, he was standing in the water up to his thighs, 
he whacked it out. He the call of nature. He kind of answered the call. Basically, he needed to piss thigh, thigh deep in water. Whipped it out, had a wee, and this little bastard fish. It does apparently, according to this program, according to River Monsters with remember that guy's name. Um, anyway, yeah, the guy in the show. It's uh, uh, and the fish will actually like a salmon up a waterfall, swim up the stream of urine, and into your willy. What made me laugh at like, what was gory for every man? If you like anything downstairs, like it's gory and it, it it brings shivers down your spine and all that. And you see a camera uh, where they've uh, pulled the little thing out of the jap, and oh, oh, what was a Japanese man present? No, up the up the jap eye. Oh, okay, that's, and, a, that's a bit racist though, isn't it? That's that's what you call it, jap eye. Uh, I don't know what you call What do you call it? The urethra, oh, the urethra. I believe, is the technical term. Well, in, in science, they used to call it the Japs, so... <laughs> I don't think they did. What? <laughs> what? what, in GCC science? Yeah, Mr. Kilby used to call it the... Yeah. Did he really? Anyway, the urethra is where it lodged itself. Yeah, and uh, you see the camera pulling the thing out and all that. And then they go... They kept the thing for for medical science and all that sort of stuff. And they kept it in the jar. They put it in formaldehyde. Yeah. And this guy, they go into the back of this office or the back of the hospital, and they found the jar. And the bloke is literally waxed out of the jar, got it in his hand, and he goes to the other man, "Yeah, do you want to hold it?" No, it's been up his knob. Why is it hold that again? No. And if I was the other bloke, and he and I was like, "Mate, do you know where it's been?" I, I, it was a beautiful reuniting of. Man and penis fish. I wouldn't want to meet it. It, it turned all white and oh, dusty. It's like don't talk about his knob like that. <laughs> I'm talking about his knob. I'm talking about this fish was up here. <laughs> um, so yeah. it was. It was gripping television. It was the most emotional thing I've seen all year. Yeah. Man reunited with fish that had once a ton of time been up his knob. Yeah. If it was me, I would have. If I would have watched that indoors, I would have had a pillow. Cover it, you know, when you was a kid. And I was sitting there weeping, eating ice cream. <laughs> well, I had to, you know, I, yeah, tissues at the ready, clean, a box of Kleenex. Yeah. It was lovely. It was a lovely moment in uh, TV history. <laughs> and but, this fellow who presents the show, he's, a, he's quite an attractive man. He's kind of middle-aged, buff, yeah. tanned, with a slightly weather-beaten face. But one has to say that that's quite... Leather-beaten face. Weather-beaten, you know, leather, leathery, but in a kind of rugged way a yeah. rugged manly attractive way uh, but it's good shot yeah, check it out so basically the moral of this story is uh, River Monsters uh, ITV Sunday 3pm have a look I don't know the time but uh, yeah or just go on YouTube and just type in River Monster Penis Fish or just go to the Amazon uh, get yourself in there get yourself in the river drop your trousers have a little wee wee wait for that fish to come do you know what though I reckon it might be quite because apparently this fish will swim up your jappy, yeah, and then have a little wriggle around, you know, have a little nibble. But it sounds alright to me. It does. Why not? It sounds quite fun. No, no, no. no. With anything down there, if um, but if you, it's going to cause me pain. No. But it's not painful. Well, it might be. I, know, I imagine it's more if you've got a kind of a spectrum of. Pain and pleasure, with pain at one end, pleasure at the other. You had to have a hook up. You had to have a hook up it. And I reckon it. it'd be kind of much closer to the, the the kind of sexy end of this. Wherever, wherever rocks your boat. Well, you know, people like a book a ticket to the Amazon. Yeah. Well, you know, try try anything once, Lee. Try anything once. That's my philosophy. Give cockfish a chance. <laughs> Can Jesus you imagine? Christ! Can you imagine it. I don't know. It's cool. Uh, what's uh, what's this fish called? And then they talk about eh, it's the cockfish. Well, I think that we 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 it's called the the candidoo. That's its technical term. But um, as you said, you know GCC science, it's a fucking cockfish, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's creature feature. Yeah. Good. I I was really hoping I was campaigning in our production meetings, of which has been many, the highly fraught. Tensions were high. Yeah. It was high-stake stuff. I really wanted... I was suggesting we bring back Lee's bollock story of the week because that was my favourite um, feature on the, the previous series of podcasts. Yeah. I, li- I liked Lee's bollock. I really enjoyed hearing about Lee's fucking shit. You Ridiculous never... tales of absolute bollocks. You never know. It might come back in the future. Well, I hope it does. I tell you what. Keep your, keep your eyes and ears open. Yeah. If you hear of anything... 
that's going on in the world, like the Ghost in McDonald's, or what was the other one? The classic Ghost in McDonald's. Or um, who was it who lived in a caravan? Oh, uh, Chris Tarrant in Chris, a ca- Chris Tarrant lived in a school in a caravan. Uh, yeah, anything like that. But bring it into the show. We, we might reinstate, if the need arises, Lee's yeah. bollock story of the week, because I liked it. But for the time being, this is a bit of a letdown, actually. Compared to Lee's bollock story of the week... I think this is good, uh, the one that he's talking about. Well, I hope so. We'll give it a go. But this this final feature is called... Uh, <clears throat> um, I'm not sure how the jingle should go. Um, ben blinded me with his science area. But it's called it's called Ben's science area. And Lee was desperate to hear about my science area, so I'm going to tell him. <laughs> and uh, Okay, so this week, uh, it was quite an interesting story. If you're a nerd, which I am, if you're a fucking loser... <laughs> Christ, pull yourself together, man. All I want to do is sex with a woman. It's been 35 years. Ben's Science Corner um, is, this week, it's about, um, have you heard of SpaceX? SpaceX, no. Oh, God. Is it a film? No, it's not a film. It's a a private company in the the USA who are, they're not competing with NASA, but they're, doing the same kind of thing they're putting rockets in space yeah but they're not government funded they're just a private company with investment and you know they're kind of making their own money oh, yeah. which is impressive and they're putting rockets in space they deliver cargo to the international space station mm-hmm. with tim peak you know tim peak uh, is that the guy who um last went up to the space no well it's the first brit to be in the, yeah, the iss yeah. yeah yeah i think we talked about him last series yeah um old tim um, good old tim yeah if you're listening to him um, Still big fans. Fucking clean out your toilet tube. <laughs> Are we? Uh, did we talk about? I'm thinking. Did we talk about the guy who jumped from space to Earth? Felix, someone. Yeah. Uh, no, we didn't, and I'm not going to either. Yeah. So SpaceX is a company, um, and they're a private company, but they're launching stuff to the. They, they're delivering cargo to the ISS, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're being paid to get cargo up there, and. They've done a recent a recent development for them has been to they've launched a rocket into space, and the rocket has descended back into the Earth's atmosphere, and they've managed to land this rocket with its boosters still attached oh. on a boat in the sea. Okay. And the reason that's impressive is normally if you launch a rocket into space, it ejects its boosters and it all falls apart, and most of it burns up. It kind of falls back to Earth and burns apart, okay. so you lose most of the components. But in this case, they've recycled it. They've got it back into the Earth's atmosphere, yeah. landed it on a boat, and that means they can fuel it up again and launch it again. Oh, so right. it saves a lot of money, um, and it kind of means that they're more economical. And to actually launch something, or sorry, land something that's been in space on a small, well, it's a big boat, but in terms of area, it's quite a small thing. Nice, it's nice. It's a huge technical achievement. Mm. Um, so, I, yeah, I, you know, this is kind of exciting, the, the kind of... The aerospace and kind of space community in general. What, what do you think about that? That's pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, that's the end of Ben's area. <laughs> I think that's pretty, uh, pretty decent. Yeah, but yeah, science is uh, an important thing. Is it though? It, it is. I mean, we just you know when people say, "Oh, you need three topics at school: so maths, English, and science." Does anyone use <laughs> maths with science? Though the amount of stuff that has been explored by science is. Mm. It's just crazy. Mm. Mm. I know one thing that hasn't been explored with science. Specifically, I can categorically say this. What's that? Science has not explored my anus. Anuses in general, the human anus has been deeply studied, but my individual actual bumhole remains... A scientific black hole. Remains sealed. <laughs> I love mm. it. For now, it remains sealed. For now, at some point in my life, a, ma- a man, a middle, I, I, I'm predicting a middle-aged white man will stick his finger up my asshole. <laughs> it's going to happen to us all. It's, it doesn't. It saddens me to say it. You know, it's. I'm. I'm melancholy about this fact. <laughs> melancholy. Um, I think we'll get to that stage in life 
I, I, I really do think this. We'll get to that stage in life where, again, like the old man, we don't give a fuck. Just do well, it. I think it. If it's keeping me alive, do it. This is Well, this is it. It's a prostate exam, and I think men have to go, uh, go through this eventually. I'm and so be- they should. If it, if it saves your life... Yeah. If it's my time, I'm going to be picky. I'm going to look at the bloke's fingers and go, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No chunky fingers. You are not going in. <laughs> me. Oh, Dr. Sausage Fingers. Uh, well, no, no, actually, no. I don't want to... You will not be sticking your fingers up my ass. Can I, can I, can I, can I see Dr. Twiglet hands instead? <laughs> yeah. Dr. I, Needle Hand. Uh, I hope you get a choice. I don't I, think you do, though. That's, I don't think you... Well, you can refuse service from one doctor, but you can't, like... There's not a little gallery of doctors who you can get your prostate exam done by. I just say to them, look, I'm not having your fingers up there. They're massive, and I don't want to get ruined. No way. Well, but as you say, it's kind of... If it helps your health, and it might pick up any early signs of problems, If it's past parcel, yeah, but... If it's what? It's past parcel. Past the parcel? No, not past... You know that saying, past parcel? No, there's no... Past... What, up your bum? <laughs> no, you had to know where this shit going past parcel. Uh-oh, oh, yes, music stops. Oh, oh, no, it's up my ass. How do I open this? <laughs> Dr. Sausage Fingers, please do the honours. Crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Fucking hell. This is degenerated. This is degenerated. This is a nice size corner. That's come, <laughs> that's come to Well, cr- to be honest. It should be called crowbar area. Crowbar up anus to open a parcel which has got <laughs> stuck up your fucking bumhole corner area. Yeah. Um, next week, we'll, um, it'll be a bit livened up more. We'll, um, well, you've got to buck your eyes here, ears on. You've been quite relaxed. You, you know, you've got to put the effort in. I'm easing it in. I'm easing it in. I know, I know you are. I can feel it. But um, next week we'll be full file, full hyped, like the hype pumped, bros. like the hype bros. Um, but give us your feedback, uh, listeners. Yeah. We enjoy you enjoy your emails and well, just your emails. We're gonna get this section. If you, tw- if you tweet me, I'll disregard it. I hate Twitter. Don't even bother. We're gonna do this thing on the show. We're gonna um, we're gonna get a page of go phone, and we're gonna get people to ring in and leave voice messages. So you can give us a voicemail, and we will answer your questions. Um, that's what, what do you mean? What live on the show? Even though it's not a live show, uh, they can do it over the week, and then we. Um, oh, okay. So they leave a message, a recorded message. Yeah, recorded yeah, message, yeah, yeah, and we'll yeah. play it out, yeah. and then we we'll answer them out like straight out, no ball, no BS. So any no no subject, or should we set a subject or uh, any subjects, any questions you got on your mind? Okay. And we'll answer it for you the best we can. Uh, that's, mm. that, that's also going to happen. What should we call that? Um, Telefonica. We call it fucking pointless, ridiculous shit feature that everyone's done before um, and we can't even be bothered to think of anything new. Uh, get on with it, you pricks. I was going to say Telefonica. Telefonica! Maximum. Yeah, either of those work. Well, yeah. yeah, fine, yeah. So that was a fun chat. Uh, thanks for joining us today, listeners. And we'll... Uh, We'll see you next week. Um, and yeah. That's a uh, good night for me. And good night from Hugo. Who's Hugo? Me. Good night. Nice. Lee, that was some dynamite right there. <laughs>